Hello, everyone. Um, I'm with John Kirkwood, and um, today we are going to have a conversation about uh, web accessibility. A uh, very interesting topic. Uh, also, an interesting time to talk about this. First, John. Hi. Hello. How are you? Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, we are in lockdown, but uh, yes, you know, it's <laughs> we are. Okay, a, a great time to uh, talk about this actually, and I'm I'm looking at the list of questions uh, in front of me, um, and uh, I first I would like uh, you to uh, give uh, the audience uh, understanding what is web accessibility, why is it important, and how does it relate to the customers? Okay, web accessibility is. Uh um, something quite simply termed to make the internet accessible to people with disabilities. So web accessibility concerns the matters of making uh, information available to someone that might not be able to see or might not be able to hear or might not have the cognitive capabilities to understand uh, how the information is laid out in front of them. So it comes in a variety of different iterations, but web accessibility is, is uh, the, uh, the foundation that is created by web standards that are, are brought by the W3C and allows everyone to, no matter what your website is, to to build your website to a standard that makes it accessible for all. John, uh, please share with uh, the audience what uh, what is uh, exciting um, projects that you are working on, and um, and also the next question would be the trends you know that you are seeing that got you uh, that get you very excited. Yeah. Um, the exciting stuff that, that I'm working on and uh, working with others on uh, concerns making the internet accessible to people of neurodiverse thinking styles, not only from the aspect of um, having access to information that uh, might not be available due to a visual disability or uh, inability to hear information, but what happens when you might have it visually available to you, but you don't visually understand it. How do you put information together in a way that you are making it available to the most neurodiverse communities uh, throughout the world so your own thinking styles doesn't, don't block you from getting the information that you need? Um, one of the the ways that that's being done is through the W3C, the Cognitive Accessibility Task Force, which I am on, uh, and uh, working with groups to create standards that allow people to get to information, despite the fact that they might not have the memory capabilities to uh, understand seven steps into a process, where you are, how to get back to it. What are you, What about in the agent community, if you're now forced to use a website to do your backing, because there aren't any bank tellers around for you. That information needs to be, it's your money, you need to be able to use it and to get to it. And how do you ensure that the technology is not putting up a barrier to you so that you can't even get to the to what you've worked your life for? 
John, um, so uh, some interesting conversation we had um, earlier uh, is about um, how confusing this period is all for everyone, the, the information overload, um, the, the crazy data information, and uh, whether is it fake news, you know, whether is it propaganda. And, uh, yeah. and then uh, on top of that, the COVID-19, uh, even uh, the CDC, right, because everybody do not really know what the virus is about. All this research data, when you look at it, you almost need to be like a scientist, right, <laughs> to yeah. uh, decipher uh, what's going on. And also, so th- this is this is interesting, right? You know, like uh, how how mm-hmm. do you think that um, uh, what uh, accessibility can can help in this? Absolutely, that's a good question, and I think about that a lot. And we're uh, we're at a time where, as you said, we're getting information and noise really from lots of different sources and where where are the sources that you can trust and where are the ones that that you don't feel you can trust or just to know who is the the author of this information that is something that uh, as standards move on and as as web accessibility standards move on uh, that is something that needs to be addressed so that people feel safe in this ecosystem. They feel safe that they're getting information from the sources that they know are the sources that they want and that they're that they're not being they're not being scammed by 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 things and taken advantage of, of by things. And that's something that as as things progress with cognitive accessibility and standards for the internet, we need to create these uh, in order to allow people to surface that information and make it accessible to them so they don't get confused or they don't get scammed into things. Right, this is an interesting topic. In fact, all of us are like in some way uh, very handicapped uh, in uh, really uh, you know, get you know, understanding and filtering all this information. Uh, so this is a a, a a great teaser to your uh, presentation, and I think that you are uh, also just now we were talking what you will be presenting to our community, and uh, I can't wait to see your presentation. So everybody, uh, join us at the next podcast. Yeah. Yeah about uh, John Kirkwood's uh, presentation on web accessibility and the customer experience. John, do you want to um, make any final, um, you know, last statement um, before we end? Um, Just think about, with anything that you put online, think about the community of people that might not be able to see your information. Quite simply, just do an alt tag for an image. If you're tweeting tweeting out a picture, put a little description of it. That'll help out a lot. It'll help out people with visual disabilities. And by the way, your search engine optimization goes up too, but not talking about that. <laughs> it's good for all. Great insights. Great. Thank you. I can't wait to see your presentation. Okay. Thank Absolutely. you. Bye. Mm-hmm.